ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music. Australia's leading home lender, CBA, has unveiled a $5 billion profit for the second half of 2023. That might not seem like anything to sneeze at, but cash profit was down 3% on the first half of 2023, with the result falling slightly short of the market expectations. Speaking yesterday, CBA CEO Matt Common warned the economy faces downside risks as cash-strapped consumers cut back their spending in the face of high interest rates and above-target inflation. Matt Common joins us now. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Patricia. Good to be with you. You've defended the slightly lower profits, saying you've had a, you've made a choice to absorb the higher operating costs in order to remain competitive. Still, you've made $5 billion. What is that profit coming from? Well, there's a few different ways to think about it, but one of those would be we're very fortunate to serve 11 million customers. To put it in perspective, every day we help families with the purchase of 350 new homes. Every day we lend $100 million to 200 small businesses. And every day we invest $5 million uh, or more to in technology to improve our customer experience. How conscious are you of what some analysts call the Qantas effect of not being seen to be profiting too much at a time when average Australians are clearly suffering? Oh, look, I think it's extremely important to strike that balance. And we spent some time yesterday uh, outlining some of the decisions that we make and how the Australian banking system, I believe, compares favourably uh, internationally. Uh, if you look through our profit, what you'll see is actually there's a very small proportion of customers that are currently not making their repayments, their loan repayments. But I think that under, understates the issue that I'm sure you hear directly as well, which is a number of households uh, and families around the country are finding the current inflationary pressures, higher rates, higher prices to be very challenging. And we can see them uh, finding it harder and harder. And we're extremely conscious of that. It's another reason why at the moment we're in the process of writing out to all of our customers, uh, millions around the country, to remind them about what sorts of support are available to them. And we stand uh, willing and committed to ensuring that we support them through what I think will be uh, a more difficult year. Shares fell 1.7% on this news, but CBA's share price is more than two and a half times its book value. It makes you one of the most expensive banks in the world. Are you overvalued? Well, uh, no, we understand um, a lot of what drives the valuation, but of course we don't worry about the share price. The things that we can control is doing a great job for our customers every day making the right investments, executing uh, operationally and strategically well over the long term and focused on you know, how we create value for our customers, for our owners, but also uh, we're completely tied to the economic outlook and performance of Australia. And you know, we're very optimistic about Australia's uh, prospects. And you know, we recognise that we traded a premium to some of the other peer banks, and we know we need to do a lot of things extremely well every day to support that. There was a slight increase in the number of customers in arrears on mortgage and other loan repayments in 2023. You believe that will increase this year? What are you expecting? Well, I think we'll continue to see it uh, tick up over the course of the year. In the last six months, it was up uh, five basis points, which is a, a very small amount. We're still actually well below the levels of uh, arrears or people that are behind in their repayments pre-COVID. And I think the pre-COVID period was fairly benign. Uh, but as I said, I think that really understates whilst people are able to make their repayments, they're having to, in some cases, make real sacrifices about 
you know, where they're allocating their spend, pulling back on some of the discretionary spend. And, you know, we feel and see that every day. And so sometimes you don't pick that up in the financial results of, uh, of a bank and a financial institution. But we think that's really important to understand that and support customers through that period. Which cohorts of customers are most likely to run into trouble? Well, I mean, we would say some of our younger customers who don't necessarily have home loans would be under the most uh, financial pressure. I think younger people are less likely to have larger savings buffers. They're less likely to have some of the financial resilience. Clearly, we're seeing broader uh, cost of living pressures uh, on a lot of essential uh, spend, as well as, of course, many of those are, are renting. As we get into some of the older cohorts, then there can be some very different experiences depending on uh, how outstanding debt for, for each family. Unfortunately, uh, no element of monetary policy is entirely fair. It, it, it's designed and works in a particular way, but there's no question that if you're if you have a large loan balance in a rapidly rising rate environment, that's more challenging. Whereas if you're in the fortunate position of having no debt and relying on deposits and savings, you're seeing uh, a very significant increase in your uh, the income that you're receiving. CBA economists are forecasting two to three interest rate cuts this year, starting in September, but we've seen inflation ticking up slightly in the US. Could inflation start trending up again? Well, I think it, it, it continues to uh, underscore the difficulty about being an economic forecaster and, and how rapidly the situation can change. And look, I think we still believe that we'll see a rate cut towards the end of this year. There's clearly a lot of uh, economic data that's going to be uh, released in the, in the coming months, which will be really important. I think the governor of the Reserve Bank did an excellent job of setting out what some of that criteria will be. As we saw in the US in recent times, inflation is hard to precisely uh, forecast. So there is the possibility that inflation is uh, stickier than we might have liked, which would push out the prospect of rate cuts. But overall, inflation hurts everyone. And so bringing that back down towards the, the target range is, is, of course, going to be really important. And then secondly, we're very fortunate that we still have a very strong labour market. Unemployment is very low, uh, still near record lows. And that's been one of the keys that has supported uh, sort of household resilience across the economy. CBA has withheld 0.65% of the RBA's cash rate increases because of competition amongst the banks, but your profits are down slightly. Will you continue to offer the same level of competitiveness? We're certainly competitive every day. And as you said, we've seen some very uh, competitive offers in market for both loans and for deposits. Obviously, we welcome that competition. It's great for customers. We make choices every day about how we compete. As you said at the start, uh, Patricia, I mean, our income was basically flat, uh, which was our margins are actually down. Our expenses increased by 4%. Like many businesses, we've seen the inflationary effects, which we've absorbed, which overall led to a reduction in our profit over the same period last year. Macquarie Bank has signalled its intention to move more aggressively into retail banking. They already have 5% of the home loan market. Would that encourage greater competition and, and would that be ultimately good for consumers? Well, I think uh, all markets, uh, the sign of a healthy market is new entrants and those seeking to compete in different ways. And Macquarie have been in retail banking for some time. They have a very different model to us. They're a digital only 
They originate through mortgage brokers. Uh, we have the largest uh, branch network in the country. We've made a commitment to not change any of our regional branches for at least three years. We're the only bank in Australia that's made that commitment. We've got more than double the number of ATMs versus any other bank. And I'm often asked about this and I think, well, if, if any of your listeners value both the digital experience, but most importantly, the physical experience to support that, really the only bank they should bank with is the Commonwealth Bank, if I uh, may say that. Okay, no, you can't. It's the ABC. No, it's not, not a Commonwealth Bank ad, but um, I understand you are its CEO, so, you know, you're going to take any opportunity, aren't you? CBA included a right to disconnect in your most recent enterprise bargaining agreement. Take me through how that operates, because obviously uh, there's a big debate going on about the new laws. Yeah, so look, we've been focused for many years on ensuring the physical and mental well-being of our people. Obviously, we know that that's important for their personal as well as uh, professional um, experience, which obviously supports a great customer experience. So we were thinking about that in the context of our recent enterprise agreement. But what I would say is I think the test of reasonableness is important. And I say that insofar as I mean, if I'm a customer service specialist in a branch, I think the expectation to be contacted after hours is very different to say if I was a cybersecurity expert or even a senior executive of a financial institution. And so you know, I, I think where it's applied appropriately and reasonably, I, I think it's a, uh, it's a good starting point. But as I said, uh, I think many of our roles have to support an experience that we deliver for customers 24 by 7. Our customers expect us to be available 24 by 7 and that means that, you know, there will be uh, contact to some uh, members of the Commonwealth Bank outside of ours, but I think those expectations are very different and, frankly, the remuneration reflects some of those differences. NAB's CEO, Ross McEwen, is stepping down as CEO later this year. He started in 2019. You've been at the CBA as a CEO since 2018. Are you considering your own future? I'm absolutely committed to the Commonwealth Bank. As you said, Patricia, I'm very privileged to have been able to lead it for nearly six years and I'm absolutely committed to continuing to do so. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. The CEO of the CBA, Matt Common there. You're listening to RM Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.